What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning back in for episode six. Uh, in this episode, I had the pleasure of speaking with my buddy DJ Farm. We talked about everything from music to uh, the current madness in the world, even his experience with the virus. I hope you guys had a good 4th of July weekend, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Cheers. Dude, honestly, this is uh, this is like my first time using Zoom. Oh yeah, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a lot. It's it's a lot less complex. It's a lot more simpler than uh fucking Skype, dude. Skype is uh Skype's easy. It's easy to use, but it's uh this way it's it's more convenient. I feel like because you can legit send an invite. People click on the the link or whatever, and they get right into the call. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so what's up, man? How are you, brother? I'm good. You know, just making the best of this quarantine. Honestly, like that's just all you can really do. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely we we're living in a weird ass time, dude. It's uh, <laughs> I don't like honestly, I'm I'm at a loss for words at this point because it's uh, you know, initially, you know, it's like oh shit, this you know we're going through this, this is happening, we have to do this, that, and the third, and then like after the second month, the third month, you're like okay, uh, you know, we got to do well, the this. First month, you're kind of like um, all right. I mean, how how long is this really gonna last like we'll, we'll see right like if we do you 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 kind of enter this like really idealistic like mindset where you're like or at least for me yeah it's like uh we'll see how it goes if, if we all do things how we should right it shouldn't last that long um and i'm sure our scientists are smart we'll, we'll figure it out and and i remember like the second month of it's like all right well it's kind of april <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's start figuring out realistically, like what to how, do. Like, yeah, how are how are we gonna ride this out? Like, we got right. bills to pay. Um, do we pick up extra projects? Uh, do we, you know, like what what can we do, or do we just really like just take the time and try to uh, just relax? Because honestly, like a lot of us just on the go, 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 and right. you kind of realize. Your hands are tied behind your back, but sometimes, you know, your own body or life in general will be like, yo, you need to chill the fuck out. Yeah. And so you kind of wonder, all right, do I take this time? Um, coming out of that is, is a whole different story. I think I've just now come out of that mind state where it's like, okay, it's time to work. It's time to be. Right. It's time to manifest. It's like, yes. We got a pandemic going on, but how long are we going to make excuses? Because realistically, we're not disabled uh, and we're not unable to do anything. We are. Right. But we like to kind of convince ourselves that we're unable because it's more convenient that way. Right. Right. And like you said, uh, you know, just adding to that, like the first, I guess like the first month, it's like, you know, you, you freak out a little bit, but then like. Uh, going into the second month, uh, just to elaborate a little bit more, um, you know, you, you sort of like learn more about yourself. And like you said, you're on the go. So it's nice to just take a break from everything. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then the, the self quarantine stuff, like, um, uh, you know, I, me personally took some time to just spend it, spend it with family, uh, read a little bit, watch movies, all these things, you know, get, get creative, you know, in a sense. But, uh, 
Yeah, definitely, man. I feel like now we're at a point, like you just said, we're at a point now where it's like, um, what are we doing? Like, what what progress have we made? Like, what is like, you know, it seems like every state is divided uh, more than ever now, you know, and it's like for since we're here in Texas, it's like, what progress have we made? And what's the solution? Are we even steering ourselves? Are we driving? Are we trying to find a solution? Or is it like, are we just going with the flow and watching every other state, you know? Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I know for me, like, uh, the, the state opened back up at 50%, 25%. And uh, I went back to work, you know, I, I, I DJ at a restaurant. Um, and then when the clubs opened up, I was able to DJ at the clubs. And very quickly, I think within a month, I caught COVID. And, um, you know, luckily it wasn't bad for me. It was just like fever and chills uh, for like two or three days. And I was done. You know, like that was it. Yeah. Uh, I definitely had worse, but the potential for it to be bad is there. At least that's what um, the news and doctors are saying. Um, But yeah, it. If I caught COVID within a month of us opening up, I can only imagine if we were to fully open up. And right, uh, I totally understand kind of like the scare that's everybody that everybody would. because even though I knew that I was healthy, I mean I eat really clean for the most part. Uh, I exercise a good amount. Uh, I there was still that in the back of my head. I'm like. What if this really fucks me up? Right. Like, what if I end up in the hospital? What if I, like, and <clears> that's kind of what uh, the environment right now uh, is just kind of uh, putting into your head. And, and really, I was just like, well, man, it happens, it happens. I can't be scared. Like, right. I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't think of the minor possibility that is the case. Right. Well, naturally, you seem like a really upbeat person. So, I mean, uh, I feel like people that, you know, just have that spirit, um, you know, naturally, like, uh, you know, in my opinion, you're healthy. You know what I'm saying? So or it means you're healthy. So uh, someone like you, I can see you beating it. It seems like, you know, it's really taking over like older people, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, just like with some sort of like a handicap, if you will, you know, or some sort of respiratory uh, problem. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that. And now, bro, like, I mean, I know it's a, it's a real thing. It's definitely a real virus. But now I just feel like um, where it's just uh, the scare. We're scared of it because it's being highlighted and it's being recorded on a daily basis. Like I watched this guy, Clay Travis, he made a really good point. So uh, one day, like here in Texas, I think they said we had like 300 deaths or cases. Uh, I forget which one it was, but he said, but think about it. Like in the United States alone, like 7,200 people die of natural causes every day, you know? So, but it's like, it's just being recorded and displaying on a, a you know, a worldwide scale. And it's making us just it, afraid for our lives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's, uh, yeah, it's, I get it's real, but it's just, uh, I feel like it's blown out of proportion in a sense, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I have a buddy who's in his 50s, late 50s. And he had the same symptoms I did. And he's like, what the fuck was I scared for? He was like, I took every precaution for three months. Yeah. Caught it. And I've had, like, I've had way worse. Right. Way worse in my life. 
is this is this what we're scared like right <laughs> number never and he was always like the numbers aren't adding up the numbers aren't adding up yeah and um you know and then he caught it and he was like all right well this is like this is bullshit yeah this, this is what i was locked in for like yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's such a strange, like, I don't know if it's necessarily the disease that's strange, but like I follow, you know, aside of music, I follow a lot of um, like comedians and people in comedy. And there's uh, this guy, Michael Yo. So Michael Yo caught it and this dude was on his deathbed. <laughs> you know, like uh, I watched uh, different uh, podcasts, just uh, various podcasts. And um, they were just saying like how this guy was like, you know, on his last leg with this thing. You know, and it's like, was it just, you know, for like 100% COVID or was it just like a mixture or a variable to other things? You know, I don't know, man. Like, it's, I'm not a doctor. So, the, the theory part about it is doctors don't understand, scientists don't understand. It's new. Um, so, you know, the, the range uh, of symptoms and how it affects you is super wide and uh, the probabilities vary. But, we're just saying in general. In general, you're you're gonna be okay. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a good way to look at it. I'm glad you said that because that's how I feel. You know, it's it's so hard to um, to uh, to teach people that, especially when they're you know I, I'm not gonna lie, my phone is glued to my hand and I'm staring at it all day. But you know, when you're staring at something and it's just negativity down your feed all yeah, day. Yeah, at some point, I think by like the second week when I when I. You know, they weren't figuring else, they weren't figuring anything else new. And I was like, I'm not going to look at these, I'm not going to look at these articles anymore. I'm not right. going to look, I'm not going to look at people posting about, you know, uh, hate being locked inside. And, you know, like, I'm just going to take this time to try to maintain whatever kind of energy I had. Um, you know, I was practicing a lot of yoga up until, uh, um, COVID. And I was like, well, let's try to do it, you know, in the house. And there's YouTube videos. Yeah. Uh, just try to practice, do that. Maybe I should start running a mile a day because that's what I was doing before. Um, maybe I should, you know, start eating a little better, eat out less. Right. And now's a perfect time to go to the grocery store and just cook. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just like you got to find the silver lining. It's like, how can I make the best of this? Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. So, um, you know, aside of like eating healthy and just uh, self care, like, uh, have you been man- maintaining and you know, in a sense of uh, like work and entertainment, you know? Uh, for so like, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say for the, the listeners that don't know, DJ Fawn is uh one of the probably one of the the best DJs in Houston, in my opinion. <laughs> you know, you're definitely definitely uh banging out there, man. So, uh. Yeah, man. How have you been uh, just like, you know, staying in tune with everything going on in, in the entertainment uh, entertainment industry and um, world? Yeah. So I think like first off, I was like, uh, and I was talking to my other buddies who are in the music industry. They're like, so much good music is going to come out now. Like, this is the time to drop bangers. Yeah. People are glued to their phones. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't the case. I mean, there wasn't a ton of new music coming out. It was really just like normal pace. Right, right. And um, I guess if they were making music now, it wouldn't come out until like next year. Yeah. So we were kind of like uh, maybe ignorant to think that. But um, I, for a month, I didn't really do anything music. I listened to like a lot of older stuff. I dug up some 
some older things because like it's just uh i didn't know why but i talked to uh uh some friends and they're like yeah nostalgia is it's all what it's all about right now when we're yeah. locked in our homes we're just trying to think of like the good times right for sure for sure yeah yeah I was definitely in in that zone, and I didn't even realize that everybody else was in that zone. Yeah, what well, was cr- was crazy, man? Like uh, in retrospect, like uh, bef- like literally right before like this shit was just crazy in the United States. Like uh, there was like a line of just like different artists or uh, songs that had like this super old like R and B tune to it or sample. You know what I'm saying? It's like people R&B, took off with it. Uh, Summer Walker, Tiana Taylor. Uh, I mean, I know Saweetie just, you know, flipped, uh, blow the whistle. So yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there's just so many, and it it, it sounds cool. What's crazy is like, um, you know, with TikTok and everything, like the listeners are getting a lot younger. So it's like they don't yeah. even, they don't even know where that originated from. But you know what I'm saying. But it trips me out to say that. But then whenever you think about it, like our parents will hear some shit on the radio that we like. We don't even, some of us don't even know where it comes from. You know, like The Good Life by Kanye, that's a pretty young thing by Michael Jackson, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so like, uh, there's this TikTok of kids, and you stand to the left if you know it, if you, stand, you go to the right if you don't know it. And they were dropping, like, Dilemma, All of the Lights, um, you know, Ride With Me in the Club, <laughs> all, all classics that were like, yo, those were bangers. Like, they still are bangers. Right. And these kids have no fucking idea. And I was like, I, I don't know if I should be upset or understanding. Um, but that, I mean, you know, like, it's just like our parents will put us on to good music. It's our job to put our little siblings or right. uh, our kids, you know, I guess we're pushing that age, our kids, uh, um, onto that kind of music, you know? And if they don't like it, then fine. And if they do like it, great. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, I know, I, you know, as a DJ, uh, I, I, I think for the first time last year or two years ago, uh, I heard, um, fuck, he was in a movie with Prince. Uh, um, his name is Can We Talk. That's a, that's his name? That's his artist name? It's, uh, Oh, <laughs> Kevin Campbell. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I found that out two years ago. I was like, this is amazing. Like, <laughs> I've never heard this. Yeah. And actually, I didn't know that uh, the Beyonce flip uh, before I let go uh, is a flip of Mace, right? Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, so um, I think it's just up to you if you, you want to go look for that kind of um, yeah, and maybe I'm sure there will be a lot of kids that go out there and kind of dig deep and and find these because you know Spotify allows them to do that. Right. Yeah, and it's it's such a big platform. You know, it's just to me personally, it's crazy just how like um, the formula for like uh to generate like sales has changed. Like we've went from like al- album sales to literally just streams. And it seems like streams is one sale. Yeah, you know it's crazy, and it's like it's it's now. I feel like it's going from streams to like bundles. Like I see, um, I'm not too big of a fan on him, but I mean, of course, I follow him. I follow everything he does. Uh, Takashi Six Nine, like him and Nicki dropped the song right, and they had like a whole bundle deal. But it's like every like 
piece of merch they sold was like an album sale. So it's crazy to see how people are getting uh, creative enough to like make that sell. You know, it's I don't know if you can knock them for that though. You know, it's uh, um, they they have to make their money at the end of the day somehow. It's a big shift uh, going from labels to individual uh, yeah. support. Like uh, I know Chance the Rapper was kind of like one of the few huge hip hop artists. That was doing everything on his own. Yeah. You know? And uh, who did Old Town Road? Uh, uh, Lil Nas X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't get uh, label support. He got a distributor and did a split on the distribution and owns everything. See, that's that's pretty yeah. cool. And it, it's his story is crazy to me because, like, uh, I mean, I guess it, it it doesn't shock me too much, but the whole TikTok uh, viral. Thing, you know what I'm saying? Like that's such a huge weapon in music. Like that uh, TikTok app. I'm not too. I mean, I know about it. I'm familiar with it. I don't get on it though. <laughs> oh, I you know? love TikTok. I love TikTok. Well, I mean, you should. You're. I mean, your your music's fire. Your mixes are fire. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sure you could throw something on there and kids. Yeah. You know, I was just telling my girlfriend like you can watch a kid dance for free all day in today's world. Like they put you put a phone in front of them and they just dance all day. You know, it's like painting. Like you're just like, yo, the, the person's crushing it. You know, or yeah, this person's hilarious. Um, it, it uh, interesting thing is somebody was like TikTok sucks, and I was like, that's not possible because <laughs> TikTok's algorithm right will program it to what you like specifically. Exactly. So if you don't like it, it means you probably don't like yourself, or right. you didn't. <laughs> it it means. Like, Right, yeah. what, you, what, you, what you're saying, it's just been passive aggressive. It means you suck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and, and I, that's with, honestly, that's that's with uh, anything, dude. I mean, and you know this, like Facebook, uh, Instagram, anything. You know, whatever you like, you're going to see it all day. So, you know, just uh, going back a little bit with the COVID thing, like you said, I just dropped it. I stopped looking at the articles, and now my, my feed is just like, things I like and it's such a breath of fresh air because now you know I don't allow it to dictate my life I, dude I was it was getting to a point where I was allowing it to dictate uh my podcast like you know what I'm saying and I I had to sit down stop and you know tell myself like dude this will not take over you there's other things in life you know what I'm saying throw it away I was watching an interview with Jamie Fox, and he's like He's like, you know, the one thing I tell comedians that I need when they ask for advice is don't read the comments. Right, if right. If you read the comments, you would never tell jokes again. And I don't know, I, uh, uh, I'd i like to think that, you know, no one's yeah. ever really commented anything negative to me. Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, uh, I guess in my in my view, I, I, I don't, I'm not that incredibly successful where people will start hating but I would love to get to a place where people start eating because <laughs> that means I'm probably doing something right, right? But yeah. luckily I'm not at that point yet. But I, I do know that, um, you know, you just can't let that kind of stuff affect you. Right, right, most it, definitely. Yeah. Do you feel like one? Like, you, do you feel like everyone reaches, uh, or I guess uh, every successful person? Uh, once they get to that level, like they'll just get like this crazy amount of hate. Like, if that makes sense, I feel like. I'm asking because me personally, I feel like someone like Jay-Z, Beyonce, I mean, when you get like levels of massive amounts of success, I mean, of course you'll get hate, but I feel like it gets to a point to where people want to cancel you, you know? it's I, I think 
Um, I think when you're successful, it means you've done a lot of things right. Right. Um, in the best way that it applies to that. Uh, but when you do anything wrong, it's easy for you to attack that person because they're idolized. And instead of attacking the root of the cause, right? So, for example, uh, someone was like, why isn't Dave Chappelle talking about um, the latest riots? You know? Right. And why isn't he posting anything or saying anything about it? And then he, he did the little Netflix special. He was like, I'm black. I've been talking about this for years. Right. Do I fucking need to make a post so that you think that I'm doing something? You know, he was like, I do this shit every fucking day. Right. You, you, you're, you hate on me. Go out there and go fucking protest. Right. Go out there and, and support, you know, Black Lives Matter. Go, you know, donate to the ACL, you know, like the, Go do something about it. Right. But it's so easy for you to attack me. Absolutely. It's so easy to just type. You know what I'm saying? People do it. Yeah, it's being a keyboard warrior. Right. People do it all day, bro. They, they just get online and just fucking, it's like they hate their fucking lives and they just get on and just type the most negative shit, you know, or start these groups that like are just so negative. And I hate, honestly, I've always been super optimistic just, uh, you know, for humanity, like the yeah. society as a whole, but. And I hate that, you know, people are like that, but they are, you know, you can't, you know, you can't, you can't deflect that. Like it's, it's coming your way eventually if you're in any type of, uh, any type of business really, but especially like media or anything that we try to do or, you know, that you do for sure. Like it's, it's, it's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's going to be a hater, you know? And I, I will say it's probably, you know, and this goes back to what I just said, it's way easier to hate than to do something positive. Yeah. So much easier. Well, like, with, with being hate, hateful, generally it just means you're just using words, right? Right. To be positive, it, it takes a, an action. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I, ironically, you know, they say it takes more muscles to frown than to smile. It takes less muscle, you know, so... Um, yeah, but no, but I understand where you're getting at because nowadays it is a lot easier to hate because people do it behind the screen you know what i'm saying so it's like whenever you want to do anything positive it's like it's almost flipped because yeah just going off what you just said you know i've always said that as well it takes energy to like be mad you know it's so you can be like i just think about like a dog and a cat like i feel like cats are super fucking smart but they're also super fucking stubborn you know, <laughs> because they're so smart. They know, they understand. And dogs are also very smart, but they're also very, like, oblivious. They don't give a yeah. shit, you know. Hey, hey, man, how are you? Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, shit, hey, you're going to you're gonna take me outside? I love you forever, yeah. you know. Yeah, well, good. Let's do stuff. Let's run. Yeah, you know, like, they're just so, like, dopey. <laughs> you know, I think I think of Garfield and uh and uh, Odie, Odie, Opie, Odie. Otis, it's something like that, but the dog, uh, I yeah. I never watched Garfield, but I know the dog, yeah. Yeah, I think about that. You know, Garfield was such like a, this intellectual, but he was like this stubborn ass cat, you know, and the dog was just like, you know, his life was simple in his little brain, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. he, uh, <laughs> he just enjoyed life no matter what. You could open the door, you know, and I feel like that's how, um, 
uh, that's how humans are. But now, you know, it's like it's it's just easier to to just type some hateful shit because one. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, um, what am I doing? Uh, I'm gonna go do me, um, and ultimately, that's what shines in the world: individuality. You know. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. So I don't want to go too far back, uh, but just for like my listeners that uh, aren't too familiar, most of them are. But uh, the ones that aren't familiar, like, how did you get started, like, DJing and into music? You seem like you've always been into music, though. I mean, it just uh, your, yeah. your your mixes, you know, you definitely have a, a, a good musical taste. I, I grew up, now, I don't know what makes somebody pay attention to music, because I know some people that music is background stuff, background noise. Um, but I have a lot of specific memories of songs growing up. Mm. Like I remember my mom listening to uh, Lionel Richie. Mm. Uh, you are the sun, and you are, the, you know, like uh, I remember her listening to ABBA. You know, I remember my, and I grew up on the West Coast. I remember my uh, my siblings picking me up and just banging Tupac in front of like an elementary school. And I was like, that's tight. <laughs> that's tight. You know, like, wow, yeah. this music's cool. But I also remember, you know, like, and this is when InSync and Backstreet Boys and 98 Degrees were getting super big. Oh, know? yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, you know, but at the same time, electronic music was thrown out there and they were going to these little raves because they were 13 and in SoCal, like that was all this underground shit. So uh, my, I have specific memories uh, as a child and it's most of them relate to music. Yeah. There's a soundtrack. There's actually literally a soundtrack. Yeah. Um, so I guess I was born that way. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a weird thing, man. But uh, Yeah, so do you feel like... Wanted, yeah, do you, like, do you feel like, you know, in the midst of, like, you performing uh, at any given time or, you know, at particular venues, do you feel like you revert back to, like, your childhood, like, to those memories? Uh... Or even like in like during your I guess uh, a better question would be like during your creative like process when you're making a mix do you feel like you revert back to? Uh, I don't think so. I I'm just riding the wave. Like my brain goes in autopilot, and it's like where are we gonna go? Gotcha. Because I'm also like a pretty ADD kind of guy. Like I'm just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and I just ride it. And, Got you. And I think. Uh, I think that's probably the best way because if you're going on a journey and your listeners are going to follow you on that journey as well, and that's kind of what it's all about, you know, because you don't want to go really jarring, right? Right. You kind of want to feel this up and down and this wave and you just want to ride that. It's, just, it's smoother that way. Right. And do what, what, what feels right. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I usually do that. Now I do sometimes, you know, I'm like, I'm just going to throw a curveball because where can we go? Right. <laughs> that, that intrigues me too. Like, where can I take? Yeah, I got yeah. you. That's what's up. So it's like a roller coaster, man. Yeah. I just have fun with it, man. You know, like it, you, you can't think too much. Yeah. It's like music, like an art. It's, it's interpreted. They like it or they don't. Right. Right, and, and you, you're gonna you're gonna always have like people that love it, people that hate it. Uh, it's just yeah. a part of the game for sure. No, I mean, like I I remember I dropped the best I ever had. Whole club goes crazy, and I was going in. 
I, I mean, I was, I was playing some rock music, some Panic at the Disco, and then I was throwing in some, uh, some Cardi B, and uh, g Easy and some Travis, and then I, I just left turn and just drop, cold drop, um, best I ever had. Cold <laughs> oh, yeah. like, oh, shit. <laughs> I look at this guy and he goes, nah, nah, like, next, next. And I'm like, go fuck yourself, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're, having, we're having fun here. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Don't let yourself not have fun. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, and, I mean, like ten seconds later, he was singing the words. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. See, it's crazy. He probably looked around and people were vibing to it. You know what I'm saying? He was like, "Oh, fuck it, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get done with it." Like you said, you know, it's uh, well, you know, just in general, life's a, a soundtrack. But I can imagine, you know, you performing doing a show, it's a soundtrack. You know. Just a wave of emotions, you know. You, it's the soundtrack of their night, right? You know, that's that's badass, man. So, um, uh, I moved out of the city, out of Houston. Uh, maybe I want to say it's about two years ago. How is Houston as a whole? I mean, I visit from time to time, but like, have you seen any like besides you know some of the rules and laws we're having to follow right now? But have you seen any drastic changes in a sense of uh, traffic or you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, just businesses. It's gotten worse. Yeah, I, I, I think at the beginning of the year, I was seeing like, um, like a thousand new people are moving here each day. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Jeez. Well, and I, and, you know, I'll, I'll go to yoga at like noon and drive back at like one thirty because that's when class is out. And I'm like, there used to not be traffic on fifty nine by Montrose, in like Kirby area. Yeah. Now it's like, why? Why am I sitting here? This is this makes no sense. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers should be done with lunch, right? <laughs> you, know, like, you should be back in the office. Yeah. What are we doing, right? Yeah. And I know in the medical centers right there, the nurses don't swap shifts until like four or five. Our doctors don't leave until like five or six. What's going on right now? And it's just so many people here. Um, but I yeah. appreciate it. Like nightlife is cool. Like people, people are going out, and there's so many like. There's so many outdoor bars. There's so many like uh, dive bars. There's like newer clubs, and like I appreciate the growth, and uh, I'm sure it's going to be great for Houston. Uh, hopefully, the culture of Houston. I know we are very friendly people, and we're right. uh, we're we're really community oriented. Um, you know, anything, any any anytime, anything happens, the whole city, the whole city steps up. Absolutely, absolutely kind of do that you know yeah and we've seen time and time again so i hope that people who move here adapt to that kind of culture and um really just try to understand it yeah I mean, you know. yeah because it is just like uh you know there's so many subdivisions and everything in houston but it is just like one big ass neighborhood you know like uh it's it's just so like you said everyone's so friendly and if you're a stand up you know level headed human being you're going you know you're having you're down on your luck that day you're going to get help no matter what yeah yeah you know um somebody was like yeah you know it's kind of like new york where you know like chinatown hates uh chinese hate the italians and then people in the bronx you know hate people uh, in harlem and queens uh, but if you ever talk shit about New York to them in a group, they'll fucking shit on you. You know, like yeah. <laughs> I, 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 here it is. It's like, oh well, I go to you know Bel Air to eat Vietnamese Chinese food, and I go over to Gessner right 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 next 
uh, right next door and I eat Indian food. And, yeah. Know, but I'll go down to third board, have some soul food, you know. Yeah. And, you know, I have, there's a food culture that's super huge in Houston. I think that, uh, that has a lot to do with, you know, how we're tied in together because we're just kind of like very accepting of any, uh, of everything that's going on here because so much goes on. Yeah, every day. There's just like so many different things to do. And I, I, I definitely miss that, man. So I know you're at, um, you're at Spire. Uh, before this or even now, like where else do you like, uh, like spin it? Doing a new club, Heart, that opened up December last year. I've been yeah. there. Uh, I do Friday, uh, Saturdays and Sundays there, nights. Um, but yeah, before this, Thursday was, uh, uh, Spire. Uh, Friday was, uh, Kung Fu, um, nice. I was in the play pool on Sundays. Um, so yeah, I, I was doing a lot of other stuff. So, you know, sometimes I'd be at Fell Station, you know. Yeah. Uh, a few times where I did Aura. I, I, I pretty much did a lot of like the nightclubs. Yeah. Just kind of, I'm a club rat, man. Like, that's where, <laughs> you know, like, um, that's where I really felt most at home because the energy was there. Yeah, for sure, bro. You definitely, uh, I mean, fuck, you definitely rocked it. Like, uh, you know, besides you, um, Ernesto, uh, DJ Icon, yeah. or Icon, man, I, I tell him, like, dude, you and Fawn, y'all fucking kill it. Uh, anytime I ever see videos or, you know, even when I'm Just there. Texting him this morning, man. Him and his wife are great. That's good, man. Yeah, because I know, like, uh, a few months ago, they were, like, uh, they, they were in some country. I forget exactly where, but they were damn near yeah. stuck. Chile or Peru? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was was it Peru or Chile or Peru? Okay, okay. Maybe it's Peru. Yeah, they were out there for a little bit, you know. And I was concerned because I mean that that's it's a scary thought, you know, especially when it's someone you know for anybody, yeah. but when it's someone you know and you're you know you're actually friends with, it's a uh, it's a scary thought. Well, I was thinking in my head, at least they spoke Spanish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you be if you didn't speak the language? Oh, dude, like I can't, man, I, I can't even imagine. You know, just just imagine being fucking. I don't know. I just imagine myself being in fucking, you know, somewhere in Africa where they don't understand what the fuck I'm talking about, or they don't like me because I'm an African American. <laughs> you know, yeah. like that would be tough. You know, it'd be super yeah. tough. Yeah, but luckily they got home and they got a lot of help. I had a buddy that was stuck in South America as well, and uh, you know the embassy. Took a while to help them, but they were actively, the embassy was actively trying to bring them home. Mm. So, shout out to the embassies and, and, and trying to get all the travelers back home. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, most definitely, man. Well, yeah. uh, dude, what's next for, for DJ Fawn, man? Uh, I mean, I guess it's hard to, to answer that just due to, well, we don't know what the hell's next uh, in the nation, but, you know, say tomorrow... Uh, everything started going back to normal. What what would you do next? Which you know, and what what did you learn out of all this? You know. Uh, so ironically, uh, I've been doing in the past month. I've been doing what I should be doing, and 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 to me, it's just getting in the studio, writing a lot of music, um, and focusing on my mental health, my own health, and getting that sleep under control. And, and eating right, mm. just being overall consistent. I mean, I, I turn in two weeks, I turn uh, 28, and I'm just thinking, like, am I growing? Uh, and, you know, a lot of times you look at the picture and you're like, I feel like I'm nowhere. Right. And, you know, you just, take, it, it, you just take a step back and you kind of look at the chart, like, yeah, I am growing. Uh, and 
So let's just be consistent. Let's not try to, uh, uh, I guess, blow things out of proportion. Right. Just stick to your guns. Right. You know, and 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 figure out how you can better yourself and and, and ride that as best as you can. Most definitely. Right now, I mean, yeah, I wake up. I, I, you know, I drink my coffee, my water, handles, emails. Um, work out, go to the studio, and I would be going to work tonight, but um, obviously it's shut down. Yeah. But yeah, I, I then I play games, you know, because if I'm not going to work, then and, and I've been working in the studio all day. Well, let's spend some time at home, and uh, just, I play games with my buddies in California. Right, just enjoy yourself, most definitely. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy yourself, yeah. Yeah, while, was... you, while you can. Yeah, are you ready? Are are you reading anything right now? I asked that because I personally need some new books. <laughs> yeah. Like, so so uh, before this, I was reading. I was rereading the War of Art. Yeah. Uh, art of yeah. War. Yeah. No, not the Art of War. It's, it's, let's see, War of Art. Yeah, the War of Art. Nice. How to break through blocks and win your inner creative battles. Hmm. Okay. Yes, yeah. it's it's just about a writer who's written uh, a lot of um, movies and how you know when we're committed to something, uh, it actually becomes harder to accomplish those things because um, it then becomes you're setting the stage for you to get over the hurdle, mm. right? As opposed to if something, say, were a hobby, you just do it because it's just a funny hobby. Right, and, and there's no there's no standard set. Right, right. But gotcha. when you do something you care about, it then matters. Right. So then you're more fearful to fail. Right. You make excuses to not actually um, attack the goal and accomplish it. Mm. And, you know, uh, you just like, yeah, overall you kind of get scared of the work. Got you, got you. And so he, he just kind of tracks to that, and, and, and I read it, and I'm like, everything resonates here, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> a lot of the stuff, stuff talks about me, but I think it's anybody trying to be an entrepreneur, anybody trying to do something different, anything, and, and it applies to anybody that's doing something new. Got that you. They care about. Right. Um, that's a good read. It, it's not um, it's not long. Yeah. Uh, I was rereading that, and I finished that up, and then... Uh, Oddly enough, something popped up on YouTube about uh, Matthew Walker, a sleep scientist. Yeah. And I fucking suck at sleeping. Uh, <laughs> me, me, uh, me too, bro. I, yeah, I, I have yeah. to listen to like rain noises and all kinds of shit just yeah, to yeah. try to fall asleep. <laughs> right. So uh, I'm reading the book, uh, Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. That's oh, what I'm reading right now. Got you, got you. Uh, while we sleep, just uh, really quick, um, going back to uh, War of Art, did you like interpret it different uh, as you reread? Um, yeah, so yeah. So actually, a mentor of mine who taught me like uh, music production uh, told me to read it, and he's like, "I'm not going to work with you unless you read this thing." Mm. Where we were committing to like uh, a year of work, of working together, and, and him taking uh, me under his wing, um, and he's like. We're not working until you read this thing. Uh, and when I read it, I was like, "This is great." And I reread it again after uh, you know producing music for two years, and I did find something different nice. because every every time we make up different excuses. Right, right, right. Got you. 
So the War of Art and Why We Sleep. I'll keep that in mind, dude, because I, I definitely need some um, new books. I have a few. I have a, like a Gary Vee book, uh, a book called yeah. The Mindsight. Um, and then there's another one called Life Leverage. I forget the author for that one, but uh, or author, I'm sorry, uh, for that one. But it's a super good book, man. It just teaches you. It pretty much just teaches you how, like how to finesse like through life. But it's not not in a bad way. You know, it just teaches you how to work smarter, not harder. You know, so um, that that's a, a good book as well. But I definitely need some new reads. So yeah. um, I definitely. I mean, I'm just uh, been committed to reading one book a month. If I and, and just stick to that. You know, let's not try to you know eat a whole cake, but let's eat slices at a time. Right, right. Most definitely, most definitely make it beneficial for sure. Um, cl- closing statements, man. Um, how can anybody reach you or, you know, message you if they want to do business or follow and, you? Yeah, they could just find me on Instagram, DM me. I read, I read through everything, uh, at, you know, DJ Fawn. I'm on Twitter, cool, cool. Uh, Facebook. You can find me on DJ Fawn, DJ P H O N super easy to reach. Yeah. 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 Most definitely, man. I'll definitely, I have everything in the, uh, description, dude. I, Greatly appreciate it, man. Like, uh, oh, no, thank you for having me. I, I'm super appreciative of this. This was fun. Yeah, bro, for sure. Like, it's it's a new thing, man. And honestly, it was something I did, you know, uh, at the peak of COVID. I don't know if we peaked yet or if we did, whatever. But, yeah. uh, you know, I started it and it was a hobby and the, uh, it picked up, you know, I caught traction. So I was yeah. like, you know what? Let me just continue. Uh, do, you know what I'm saying? And like, it, it definitely, uh, it's, it's been fun as well. So, um, yeah, dude, I definitely appreciate it, man. And, you know, we'll talk soon. We'll talk again. For sure. For sure. Thanks for having me. And shout out to everybody that was listening. Uh, try something new. Yeah, most definitely, bro. Much love, man. I right, you yeah. up. Peace, man. Peace, brother.